What's that? Fucking up the past to save the future? Why it's Wandering Monster! Roll initiative! Hello and welcome once again to Wandering Monster America's Test Table, where we don't just play test games, we stress test them. I am John Baldisberger. I'm Charles R. Bernard. I'm Bridget Brave. Ian Servas. Mr. Paschke. Friends, <laughs> before we hit play this evening, uh, my wife approached me and she said, John, that's me, by the way, I'm John in this case. Um, we're John. going to get a possum and we're going to name it trashly um <laughs> this is the this is the reality that i find myself into and it makes me question many things um but but perhaps most of all it makes me question why people believe in time travel you see because if time travel existed i could go back in time and stop that moment from ever happening okay where we didn't have a possum named trashley <laughs> ergo my wife would never need to ask for it because it would already be in our hearts in our homes um mm -hmm. eating crickets uh this they are pygmy possums <laughs> that are about yay big and they're very cute the big possums are cute too but you know more cleanup and that got me to thinking um time travel stories come in two flavors shitty and not shitty the vast majority of them are really really shitty um, i i just said uh, i'm picturing myself stepping up to the counter at baskin robbins and being like rocky road nah pistachio not today although i do want something with nuts in it oh shitty that's what i'll have yeah shitty shitty ice cream yeah um and this is this is good. This is how things should be. There should only look. No matter what you like, no matter what exists in the world, there's always going to be shitty and not shitty versions of them. Mm -hmm. The question is, is how do we make it so that we are less consumed by fecal storytelling and more surrounded by a golden era, a golden age, a um, a motorboat of joy, one might say. Mm -hmm. Um. Is that and the correct term for a grouping of motorboats? Yeah, like you're just surrounded by motorboats <laughs> on your side. Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, just yeah, right yeah. here and right here, and you're excited. Yeah, I think um, so. Your head's going back and forth. <laughs> yeah, your head's just going back and forth. Of this one, um, to to avoid such calamity, we must go back in time and kill H.G. Wells. Right? Yes. You yes, but we have to make it look like an accident, which okay. is why I have the clean-shaven head, the clean-shaven face. Mm. Friends, DNA I evidence, you, not there. I am Agent 47. Mm. On that so note, uh, tonight we are playing um, with our junk. Um, I clicked some certain <laughs> buttons on, twi on Twitch. Uh, obviously, drug use, I've clicked that violence i mm -hmm. clicked that mm -hmm. fucking language i clicked that shit i could not find a button for um genitalia so i'm a little yeah. bit worried but tonight we are playing time dicks and tell me about your dick the first thing i need to know is how many possums are we collecting as a group because we left off at one and i'm just left hanging for more enough of them to fill a trench coat you know what I... i'm not gonna hit you for your pun but I want you to know there is violence in my imagination. That's why you click the button. I think that a possum in a trench coat with like a trilby would make a fantastic <laughs> interrogator. Could you imagine? You just hit the X button for 
I was going to <laughs> I was going to have more of like a Barbie uh, possum. I was going to put it in a pink dress. Put in a little motorized car. This is what we need more than one possum. And speaking of needing more than one possum, time dicks is not about what you might immediately think, given the subjective nature, well, the suggestive nature of our show. Dick here is used in the right and proper term, that is, one who is like a gumshoe, a private detective, see? So, Flatfoot. We're going to be practicing our best Atlantic accents for. Wait, honey, this voice is not going to get old by the end of the night. We're really proper about this. I I literally thought about doing my character all night in a voice. (laughs) It works for Skeletor and the Penguin. Oh, now we need to play time traveling Skeletors. I think that oh, a Bones Deep crossover. The follow up. So, so we would call it uh, maybe like uh, Deep Dickin that game. Uh, oh, I gotta I reach out to about these creators. I time thrusting. Uh, so, I got a message from David Sherdwan. He told me to go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking that's of for today, <laughs> hey, that, that's how you know you're you're living right. So, in Time Dicks, you are playing as a time detective. That means that you are going back in time with the power of time juice or time fluid, excuse me, and your time jump watch to various points in time to witness and observe crimes. The crimes that you're going to be seeing are basically you're going to be hopping in alternative timelines that are similar enough to your prime timeline or the prime line, if you want to be a jerk about it. I do. You are using the information you gather from the alternative timelines to figure out who done it and to solve and stop the crime in your prime timeline if you're able to. (laughs) However, of course, with any good time travel story, that the more that you interfere with timelines, things get a little bit wonky. And... Of course, knowing how things go in our detective-oriented games, they are definitely indeed going to be wonky. Mm -hmm. So, all of you are part of the agency that is involved in time crime. Every time you jump, you come back, and they seem to have a different name. What is the current name of your time crime bureau? Shit. Priscilla. Um, Priscilla. <laughs> it's Priscilla, and no one can tell us what it stands for. No one can tell us what the acronym means. It's just Priscilla. It's a long yeah. acronym. Yeah. And it's a long acronym. There is indeed a picture of what looks to be like a possum in a pink tutu. So maybe that might have. Maybe some... she's Priscilla? We don't know. The worst part is Priscilla is an acronym of an acronym. Like it was yeah. longer, and Priscilla is the shortened version. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So, so your Time Dick HQ is located, aka Priscilla, is located in Aurora, Illinois. That is where the mechanism is located. This is what powers your time watches. And yes, they do indeed look a lot like your Dick Tracy uh, radio comm watches. 
it is from here that you're able to go into jump points and go back into time and hop through the various timelines. I will, of course, be taking accurate notes about what things you are doing in the timeline, because every time you jump, you are splitting the timeline and hopping into alternative timelines. And so you are having ripple effects throughout, well, the super string universe as it were. Now, that is a lot of talk to talk about timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly BS and all of that. So, I think that our dicks need to come out of hiding and reveal themselves. A, a proper dick showing, or I guess dick measuring contest, if you will. And I will. It has to go to the person with the biggest time dick character. I'm going so. last. <laughs> well, in that case, uh, I don't know if he's the biggest, but certainly the most pungent uh, would be my time, Dick. Uh, I'm I'm Sid Fig Pucker. I'm a, ve a veteran of, of the Time Force. I may be drunk as fuck right now and all the time. Are you playing Orson Welles? I just... <laughs> please, no, please. But, but I can make a mean you. cup of coffee. That's it. Sid Fig Pucker is my time, Dick. So, you can... so that is, that is okay, motherfuckers. I'm here. I'm here. I am uh I am Detective Seymour Lee. You can also call me Ed. Um, look, I've been doing this a long fucking time. What I know is that the rules and regulations are there to fuck us. Okay. So look, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a bump. We're gonna go in time. We're gonna shoot that fucking T-Rex in the head, then we're gonna come back here, and she'll be okay, alright? Can't learn another fucking acronym, okay? That is one, uh, bad, bad lieutenant. Yeah, he's a yeah. he's a loose cannon, I think. He is. So he's the I one am... that tells you to follow the rules and doesn't himself. Yeah. <laughs> he throws the book at you, but he's never read it. Yeah. <laughs> the book is also full of cocaine by the way. <laughs> yeah, the book is also mostly cocaine. All right, so I'm Casey. So this is the guy who like get gets in on the drug bust and is like, don't bother taking that to the evidence lockers. I'll take care of that for you. Yeah. Don't worry, I got the big Nothing are like in front of you. Yeah, yeah. the entire we, thing. We, we got him for work. 80 kilos. We 70 we kilos. We <laughs> just started 10 kilos? Shut up. We do have a suggestion that Seymour Lee should have been nope, named. Absolutely uh, not. Seymour well, Lee is named after after someone, a dear friend of mine, and oh, I'm keeping well, his name so as it is. My, my, my beverage for tonight is in this lovely, uh, trashy, quasi-tiki mug, and it does, it, it has butt. Oh, let's see. Aw, look at that little, yeah. love it, love it. a little adorable Great. Easter. Now you have yeah. seen more butts in your day. Seen more butts. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's my motto. <laughs> All right, so on that note, I'm Casey Prescott. I um, I am a medical miracle, turns out, because I'm not even supposed to exist. My original roles prevented me from existing. Um, so yeah, this is this is amazing that I'm even here at all. My knacks are for animal husbandry, offering bribes, and running really fast. And I'm a rookie, nice. so I'm super excited. Can you be a little more specific about what type of a husband you are to those animals? Um, <laughs> I was you. told that this department has a no, don't ask, don't tell policy. So fair enough, I'm, fair enough. 
Fair all enough. these possums keep springing up and we don't know why. <laughs> oh, no. I, I'm running a personal ad. So immediately, we're just immediately riding these rails just right off the cliff. Um, I love it. <laughs> I... Giving it the proper wandering monster treatment. <laughs> I want to point out, I want to point out that um, coca- addicted to cocaine is on my character sheet. That was not a choice John made, but it is a choice that John supports and loves. I uh, I take inspiration from the book proper, well, the zine proper, sheet proper. It's a one-page TTRPG. There's some good examples there. <laughs> so that leaves us with Zax. Zax. Hi, guys. All right. <laughs> this voice oh, no. isn't going to get old at all. <laughs> Go back to the Atlantic. <laughs> nope, nope, we're here now. We're comfy motherfuckers. We're committed to me talking like this, Zach, mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. an X Gosh. and another X. Do you have candy in your pocket? That's all I need to know. Oh, no, God. no, but Zach's a super stoner. I can tell you that right now. Uh, this is this is great to be here. I know some knife tricks. That I can show oh, no. you anytime you want. You just gotta hold your hand down, and I'll just keep going faster and faster. And now we have my finger. Cash theme. Was this was this character based on me, Jackass? No. Okay. Is this, wait, I'm a piece of paper. I will always enter. I will whenever I'm making a bunch of pregens. I will always slip in one massively stoner character just for you, Charles, to see if you're going through the characters. It was, it was the combination of like stoner knives, maybe candy in the pocket. Like it, it was getting very specific. <laughs> I, 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 I want to say it real quick. Uh, when I when I taught Max Booth, uh, former guest of the show, how to play Morkborg, I rolled the Fang Deserter character for him, and he thought it was a personal attack. <laughs> the nice thing is, in this, you can make a character in less than a minute. And that's why you there is a slew of the pregens for everyone to choose yeah. from, because uh, you are very much, the game emphasizes on the detective part of well, your role is a time dick. So you're, it's very fast. It's a one stat system. So you have cop as your stat. You have health to see when you die from messing up. And then four knacks, which kind of represent the vicissitudes of your service as a time dick or personal predilections there be. So it is very fast to make a character, let's just say. Now, that being said, let us set the scene. So you are in, you know, Priscilla, aka Time Dick HQ, and you are having your morning coffee by the giant frame poster of Priscilla, question mark, uh, in all of her there, hissing glory, when the chief pulls you in for a urgent mission. Uh, you know, the chief has been struggling with their blood pressure being kind of that role, like that very fills that stereotypic sergeant on the force archetype big bulging like ropey veins you know thinning exactly there's always at least one stogie in one hand or more that is smoldering away or he's chewing on the chocolate bits and so he pulls you into his office and throws down a dossier and just looks at all of you like look some of you may have real fucked up your last case see but 
Uh, we have a we have a real humdinger here, and um, we urgently need to figure out well what the petunia is happening here. <clears throat> Swallows a bunch of tobacco juice and chews the rest mm. of his uh, cigar stump. Lights another. So, all right, picture it: seventies. Not a lot happened in the seventies, right? Oh, not some oh, of us. No, some of us. You see Seymour get visibly excited. <laughs> <laughs> I love the 70s. Yeah, me too. I'm Bill Charles. I don't know if uh, my my character is just drunk, but I'm I'm excited. They had hey, they had moves in the 70s, buddy. <laughs> oh, none of you are would be familiar with let's say June 9th, 1970. Right. I was high off my ass in a motel that night. Good night. That, was that, that when uh, John Lennon was shot? <laughs> I don't that, know. I'm just throwing it out there. Oh, no. See, that's when that's, his body double was shot. Okay. So that's, that's exactly the problem. A crime has been committed, and we need you to go back and investigate it because the crime keeps shifting a bit. You see... A terrorist attack happened at about 5.45 in the morning in a parking garage. And whatever happened then is causing disruptions across the whole time apparatus. In fact, we had to have two we had to have two technicians come in to fix the machine because it kept going kaput because something happened on June 9th, 1971. And I need you schmucks to go in and figure out exactly what happened so we can go and prevent it. Was it in or a else? parking garage? Listening is one of your strong suits, isn't it? Um, <laughs> the the no, crime. What no, did the crime happen in a parking garage? Were there swords involved? This could be the set of Highlander, guys. <laughs> Look, I only keep you around. Alone. I don't need any partners. I'm a loose. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Chief. You heard him. Send him alone. We're all going as a group later. <laughs> so the chief stands up and just leans over and glowers at all of you and goes, listen here, you schmucks. I'm sending the lot of you because truth be told, you are expendable. If I look at all of your reports, it's one fuck up after one fuck up after another. So if you We're get bound to lost, get one right. Statistically, he just glares and makes some type of note in your chart sets it down and just chews the cigar more. I'm not sure I like the appropriation of smugs, sir. I I'm, uh... Well, I'm, I'm, my I'm, therapist I'm... said I should stop swearing so fucking much, so I'm trying my best. <laughs> no, they say if you just put a jar on your desk and every time you curse, you put a quarter in, eventually it'll motivate you to stop. Two full jars. On his desk. <laughs> oh, I thought that was just your saved milk money. All right. Make some uh, note in your chart. <laughs> let me let me put this scene out of its misery. Um, yeah, please do. Uh, remind remind my my drunken fuck up of a detective 
how it is we travel through time with this time just like do we coordinate with our watches or like are we going to arrive at different places and times or will we arrive as a group so frequently time dicks can go off independently because sometimes it's easier to do a lot of your sleuthing when you are by yourself sometimes you can send in groups of people at the same time it requires all of you be synchronizing your um devices along with the mechanism in order to do the jump. It takes one whole ounce of time fluid spent and wholly evaporated to make the round trip back from the point in time you're going and then returning. So it's it's necessary that you're all jumping together. If you're staying together, you don't have to jump back at the same time but it's helpful for continuity of the timeline. Once you are out there jumping in points of time, you can uh, jump to other time points if you need. Um, just keep in mind that every time you go out there, you start splitting timelines and you start pulling other timelines and it starts to complicate things if you start to make things messy. So we can go back and forth more than once, though, theoretically. Absolutely. Your time watch, or time jump watch does help with that. Um, and so you're able to jump back and forth. Of course, I mean, it costs time fluid, but all of you have sufficient amounts of time fluid to do so. And uh, you will be sent to coordinates that the um, agency sets for you. Okay, and this was June what, 1971? So this is June 9th, 1971. And don't worry, the guys taught me how to use the time fluid, and I know you have to butt chug it. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> uh, what we no, I'm do the is rookie. They're hazing me. <laughs> what, what, I, what I ought to do is, uh, what we ought to do is jump to June 10th and, like, check the newspaper and then go to the day mm, before. I like that. Mm, that's smart. But most that importantly, is... if you butt chug time fluid, your dinner will come back uneaten. Then you can eat it for a second time. <laughs> I just I snorted a lot of time fluid There's... to resnort cocaine. There's a <laughs> long, slow sigh that the sergeant makes. Normally, it's an angry grunt. And he pulls out a stamp somewhere in his desk and then looks right at you, Zax, flips a yeah. couple of pages, and makes a heavy stamp. Somewhere within your chart, folds it, looks at it, <laughs> makes it, and then says, oh, all right, well, go ahead and make the jump. Good I've luck. Saved a, I've saved a lot of money on lunch just by doing that little trick. Oh, how, how much do you have on you? Lunch or time fluid? You no, know, you said you had change. I mean, there are the jars that he already has why is, does he need us to spot him so like for his <laughs> swear jars <laughs> well i did curse a couple times so uh I, i've got at least 75 cents i can spot you put in the jar all right there there you go buddy <laughs> 25 right, so... 50 51 52 53 all right, all right. get it Get out of my office. <laughs> so you know that the crime happened in a parking garage that's located at 331 South Wabash, Floor F, Chicago. 
what you do know about the crime from um, the dossier that, is, that the chief hands you is that an unidentified perpetrator will set an explosive device at 5.45 a.m. with intent to harm. It prematurely detonates at 30 minutes later, and it causes 27 casualties and structural damage surrounding buildings. With the perpetrator presumably fleeing the scene, maybe suspected to be wounded, but the trick is no one knows exactly what the identity of this person is and their exact motives, at least of uh, the time of the dossier. So you have those time, those points. You can jump into the various time points that you need to, well, sleuth and uh, do all the dicking you need. All right. So we know when it's going to happen, and we know the bombs will be put there early. So we could get there before everything and stake the, the place out and watch for any questionable characters. Plant some kind of explosive. We right. could even go a whole day before and stake it out for 24 hours in advance. Or we go a week before, bring our future money, and that way we can have a party and then hang out, recover, and then you get back to the job. <laughs> I don't hate that. Future money in the past? Well, shit. Okay. It, it back to the just the day before. Around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, we travel we travel a decade earlier. We put money into a high interest savings account. <laughs> I'm letting Patchkey run this episode. I want you to yeah. know check it out. We'll <laughs> say that we can tell exactly uh who had tampered with the 2016 timeline has led us to today. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying that when so now that we're off that, sorry, John. Hope I didn't go too far there, buddy. <laughs> that uh, sounds I like I might have. Don't worry. I made a note here that just says male spiders to Patchkey's house. Oh, I you like to use extra spider. I apologize to the internet, to America. Um, I hope someone's it's just okay. tuning in right now, just in it, time for I apologize to the internet and America. It's okay because <laughs> you and Sid Pigfucker can go fix the timeline. You know what? <laughs> that's, that's, that's actually a really funny idea. Pashi, do you want to uh, see if we can roll successfully to travel back in time five minutes? And have yeah. you not? Yeah, can I, yeah. Can I Ian? I'm going to roll. Uh, that's two threes and a four. Uh, what am I rolling against? <laughs> trying to roll trying to get the past five minutes of this show. It's done with the magic of editing. John has had his way with the show. Excellent. All we'll right. Okay. In post. So uh, now we are in Chicago, 1971. That is, if you make the jump to that point, if you would like to jump to a different point, you can. I mean, we're on I, a mission, right? So, we're on a mission no, from what, Gad. For what drugs. we should yeah. do is arrive the day after, find out about the crime, go back a week before with money, party the week leading up to, and then stop. The I mean, 71 was a good year for partying, and Chicago was probably a good town for it, too. So I'm not opposed to that idea, but... Why don't we jump? Uh, we well, we know what the crime. We know what it is already, so we don't need to go to the day after and 
look at the newspaper. I thought I was so clever. Um, do you guys want to stake the place out for an entire week? Do you want to? I th- I think for the purposes of tonight's game, we should probably I think stake we should, it out. Yeah, go ahead. I was I you say were, should stake it out for a week in real time. All right. <laughs> yeah. You I'll, you I'll could if you, yeah. if you wanted to make that jump, Sid, you could get more pieces of information from the feature, like more specifics other than that, just generality, if you want, that you did have a very good idea if uh, if there wasn't already a dossier with basic things. But if you want to jump to the future, you certainly are more than welcome to, to find out what the natures of the casualties or if there's any type of connection to so-and-so. So I'm not going to stop you either way. You have time yeah. food at your disposal. I think we should... Uh... I think we should jump to the the time before and see if we can't prevent it entirely. Um, the fact that we don't know the identity of the person isn't necessarily that important since, you know, we know the what and when and where. The who, like, is what we can figure out, I guess, as detectives, as dicks, as time dicks. Yeah. So we get every newspaper we can find from the area so we can get as much information from that time period before we jump back, right? Uh, okay. We're, we we're already that. in the future. We're already, so we like go in the day after. Oh, like microfiche. Yeah, we don't yeah. have to jump back in time to look at newspapers. I'm a dum-dum. Let's yeah. do that. To the let's, library with yeah. us. Let's go to the library. The Biblioteca. Okay. So you... Take your public transportation, of course, CTA is great transportation, to uh, the library that is downtown in Chicago. Well, sorry, you're in Illinois. My goodness, I started slipping whole places there. Um, so there is a library, and you can look up to see what the um, elements they have on microfiche, which I not do not want to sound like a, an aged boomer, but I would very much be curious of any Gen Z listeners is familiar with microfiche because that is a very niche media maybe it's going to become cool again like mm-hmm. maybe like, like I've, I've, mm-hmm. I've looked at stuff on microfiche it's not fun um i i strongly <laughs> prefer the internet yeah. yes you can't uh, you can't you can't zoom sorry that's a phone zoom oh. i was oh, wondering yeah. what you were doing <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, microfiche. Um, for people who aren't familiar with microfiche, uh, basically yeah. it is little, basically pieces of film that you have condensed sheets of material on. So you basically took a photograph of archival information and you put it on tiny bits of film strip that then you blow up with a big projector so you can see what was kept on it. It's a way to basically digitize before the digital era, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, it, so it was a flash drive, children. Yeah, basically. that's what it was. An analog flash drive, yeah. And uh thus like not searchable. So except you know, you could scroll through by day, but you know, yes. usually you'd find a date and whatever reference and have to like look it up manually and hope that you had the reference right. Not fun. The important thing to know is that there is no fish involved. So at the library, um, you definitely see that there is a woman who is as old as microfiche itself with a very tall beehive 
hairdo that is starting to slump over the, the side. Um, Hornbrim glasses and everything, and is very much going through a stack of books, checking it back in. Um, she will direct you to the microfiche layer, as it were. So I wouldn't normally have a role for doing something basic detecting, but microfiche and finding the information you want is laborious. So that's going to require a cop role, our first roll of the night. So for people who are unfamiliar with the system, when you roll your stat for cop, which is all of your cop uh, skills, you're rolling 3d6 and you're taking the lowest two scores. And now you're trying to roll 3d6 at under that score. The knacks that other characters have help them to add plus two to each knack that applies to that cop score to help them pass it. Oh, they... uh, I, I would actually like to play off of a technicality on that right now. Please before, do. Before we begin our research, I would like to make a pot of coffee for the gang because uh, one of my skills is making a mean cup of coffee. And if we're going nice. to be doing research all night long, we're going to need a mean cup of coffee. And by mean, I mean heavily laced with alcohol, uh, but also caffeine. So Use kind of a, uh, a four loco of a cup of coffee, really. Uh, I love it. Normally people who throw about making a mean cup of coffee will also just painfully describe how they make the coffee and it's just like the most basic process and they think they've invented coffee in 15 seconds or less what is your special secret way of making this coffee <laughs> only is you it, know is it malort <laughs> please let it be malort uh, we're going to chicago let it be what malort yeah, okay, it's that. Whatever that is. Tell, oh, tell me what that is. I know what it is. I worm would enjoy worm. this coffee. What is Malort? Poop coffee. It's delicious. It's worm, it's oh, is that the civet cat coffee? No. no. Malort. Wormwood schnapps. So it's everything that's in absinthe except the things that make it taste good. So, <laughs> so for, for their advertising. I don't see that absinthe tastes good, by the way. I make so, absinthe. I have a batch of absinthe going right now. My, one of my favorite drinks uh, back in my twenties was called a Blitzkrieg, where it was Red Bull and absinthe. Because <laughs> that sounds good. It legitimately yeah. sounds like that could be good. If you want to clean your entire house from top to bottom in an hour, so you have made a very mean cup of coffee. Um, he definitely has your maker's mark on it. Uh. <laughs> I liked it. I was genuinely pleased by that. <laughs> was... My stupidest pun of the night gets the most laughs. Thank you. Not acknowledging that one. <laughs> That's possibly any of my puns. That's possibly the worst thing to happen to this entire episode. <laughs> Nothing before this could have been as bad. Thanks to editing. <laughs> so we're all right. We're so that you need a mean cup of coffee. So that does give you plus two to your cop because of your like rabid alcoholicism. Does yep. not help anyone else's cop score, but just okay. you. All right. Oh come on. I'm already fucked. I don't even need to roll a third time. <laughs> okay. 
So keep in mind that if you want, you can also lower the difficulty by one die by accepting a middling result if you want. But it sounds like you've already made this initial roll. How badly even with, did you... Even with two die, it was uh, four and four, which is eight, which is right. higher than seven. So, so that's a fail. You've had so much coffee that you were just twitching and you're just flicking the macrofiche in all kinds of weird directions. And so you end up on some type of wiener dog race, uh, like boondoggle <laughs> of the 1960s. That was like apparently like a really big, it, there was involvement of local syndicated crime. And you're like, Look, you start all that is on that. research time well spent. I it might not have, yeah, it might not have anything to do with our mission, but. I learned a great deal about wiener dog <laughs> and friendship. The true wiener dogs were inside us all along. Mm, Who else? Not where they belong. <laughs> I won't make an animal husband re-reference. <laughs> so, uh, bestiality. Oh, who else? <laughs> <laughs> Man, we are really earning the content warning tonight. We are just if it's there, use it. <laughs> We're irresponsible if we don't. I you want do us to be liars? He has a point. He has a very good point. Yep. Yeah. As, as long as we're in the big leagues, might as well swing for the fences. <laughs> All right. So, so we. We we're going through the microfish. Has anyone actually rolled to see what's on the microfiche? Oh, let's see if I've got anything that would help with that. Did any of you ever think it actually had something to do with fish? I'm just blown away by that. Like, no, I just thought it'd be funny if I just said for people yeah. who are familiar with microfiche. But that now I can't work. like unhear it. Now I'm like, yeah, it is kind of like microfish. Like, oh, a, a tiny fish. fish. Yeah, a fish. You've you done broke Charles. <laughs> <laughs> it's not hard to do. No, not hard to do. All right. So, do you have anything, Bridget, or should uh, one of no, us just roll? I, I've got running really fast. I don't think that's at all applicable here. That could be applicable because <laughs> we have to go through all the microfiche. Oh, you're yeah, also, you also have offering bribes. Get at it, Barry. I'll bribe can... the librarian to help us. <laughs> Okay, I'll I'm going to try to bribe the librarian. Oh, this is the future we built for ourselves. Like, tell me more. Need, help from, need help from a librarian? Got a hundred dollars? In the capitalism, <laughs> the capitalistic yeah, system exactly. of America, librarians work for tips slash bribes. Yeah. Do you want knowledge? Yes? No? Money, please. Shit, is that really? Okay. So I gotta roll three d six for this. Um, I rules is written. Yes. Before we started, is there any sort of satanic bonus or triple sixes? Ooh. Or maybe a sipping on scissor. I will allow that if there is a very interesting infernal complication that happens from alternative timeline. Um, so technically, um, if if the action you're doing is not complex and if it's not strenuous, then you wouldn't need to roll. So unless maybe you're bribing the entire like crime syndicate or uh, department of people, uh, you could probably just automatically uh, bribe okay. the I'm librarian. I'm going to go bribe the so, librarian to help us. 
All right. So uh, you have a montage that is, you know, a applicably like detective sleuthing music with like the sliding frames as you see like the camera zoom in at various slices of this ancient decrepit librarian like flipping through microfiche as all of you are just looking bored and tedious. And then, uh, uh, and- then blasting over the PA system, weird science, as the montage yeah. picks up. <laughs> Love it. So when you start looking through newspapers dealing with the crime, you notice that the first thing that really kind of picks up your interest is that when you start observing the microfiche and the librarian thinks it has to do something with her like excessively milky cataracts, but every time you observe the microfiche going back and forth about the number of casualties, you sometimes think you see the number flicker, and sometimes it seems like the number is going up. Does it go up by four? No. It okay, goes up. Because <laughs> if it was, then we might making die. Sure that, yeah, making sure that we're coming back. <laughs> but it keeps fluctuating. Well, it does fluctuate from 27 Two thirty-one. Now, if if you if I so I should have specified that. It, so so yes, the ins- the answer you were looking for. I thought you meant in was, increments of four, yes. like no, no, no. multiples of four. No, just one four. Yeah, I got exactly what he meant. Yeah, we're gonna die. Cool. All right. Okay. <laughs> You're gonna die. Can we print this off so that we can Marty McFly this and keep checking it to see what the number shows? You're getting Absolutely. warmer. You're getting colder. That's a great idea, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a it. really good idea, because now... Pash is number one big brains in this episode today. He's making up for last week where one of his special abilities was stupidity. Hey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but did well, it last work? Week, last week, he was like a demigod, too. This is amazing. Um, but yeah, this is great. We can see, like... Does the headline change? Do the numbers change? Like, that's great. We can actually see what the outcome is going to be. Cool. I love that we are bending this one page game the most it could possibly be bent. Uh, still be <laughs> recognized. If there's yeah. one thing we're good at, it's getting bent. Yep. True. Yep. Thoroughly. Yep. yep. The green room is a hot place. All right. So. <laughs> You have a copy of the microfiche. I think it would be wonderfully flavorful, just given the age of the librarian and the amount of, well, how much we're pulling back funding for public libraries. It is painstakingly printed out on dot matrix. And of course, librarian has left on the side ribbon. So if anyone wants to pull off your punch hold, uh, you are more than welcome to. Not me. Uh, that's just asking for a paper cut. Anyone else want it? The edges of the dot matrix. I mean, it's like bubble wrap. If you want it, you can have it. All right, fine. I'll take it. I'll take the little thing and I'll fold it on top of the other one, and then I'll make a little little chain thing that I'll fiddle with for about an hour. <laughs> oh my gosh! I and then I'll fall about apart, that. and then I'll just be sad, and I'll find a trash can and like throw part of it away. But then I forgot that I stuck another part of it in my pocket, and I'll find it like two weeks later. And be like, <laughs> did I? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll go through that for you, Ian. I'll take it. Oh, the memories. 
I, f- I fucking forgot that you could make a little necklace out of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Yeah, that was a memory. Memories unlocked. Yeah. Microfiche, dot matrix. Next thing we're going to bring out a projector and squeaky wheels. All right. So uh, at this point, are you heading back to Priscilla Time Dick HQ for your jump? Heading back to Time Dick for our junk. Yes. Uh, one of my... One of my abilities is disguise. Do I have to bring anything with me, or will I just be able to do that on the spot? I'm going to assume that you have some type of backpack or sufficient amount of uh, pockets in your trench coat, whatever it is, that has enough to make a disguise. All right. Or your clay face, you know. Ooh. Mm, Yeah, I just reshape my whole face and, Mm -hmm. you know, fight Batman, and then a part of me will break off and uh, join the Teen Titans for a little bit. (sighs) <laughs> I, I, I'm going to say completely unrelated to anything. Well, unrelated to the game, I should say. Um, I didn't think anything could get me excited about another Batman movie until I saw the poster of the 2025 uh, movie that features very obviously Clayface in the background. And I was like, okay, nice. I guess I'm in. Sons yeah, of bitches. Yeah. I'll watch different. as many of wow. them as they'll make. As shitty as they'll make them, as good <laughs> as they'll make them, I'll watch them all. Yep. But there's the difference between like, yes, I'll watch this, and oh shit, I am pretty stoked about this. Hey, John, I didn't know until just uh, to no yesterday that uh, once upon a time, 1966 Batman fought Godzilla. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it was like a comic book crossover, I think. But mm-hmm. uh, I just, it, but that's. <laughs> That's uh, that's the most '60s thing I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we're going to Chicago. Um, I've got on a fedora, a suit, a pair of sunglasses. I've got half a pack of cigarettes and a full tank of gas. Okay, I uh, I grab uh, I grab a little baggie. Grab grab whatever notes I need. I also grab one of those like uh um. Grocery stores, little like handguns you can buy kids. I fill it with time fluid. I slip that in my belt. No one needs to know about that but me. Ooh, if we put time fluid in a super soaker, uh, that is that is my loose cannon uh, at work. Okay, okay. When I, when <laughs> I shoot someone with time fluid and send them spiraling through time. Yeah, I can't I this place out. Cop. <laughs> I am. Uh, I am actually fully dressed now, although my pants are on inside out. Uh, I am visibly weaving from side to side, you know, a little bit. I'm ready to go. So much coffee. All right. So what time are you wanting to jump? You know, the a kind of the relative time point being 545 is when the explosive is planted and that it explodes in 30 minutes from then. What are you planning to do i thought we were uh i'm thinking a day early at least that way we can get to know the area make some plans check stuff out see if there's like security guards uh other police officers who don't recognize our jurisdiction which you know should supersede theirs but they don't know that um get an italian beef yeah get italian beef get the thin chicago pizza not the deep dish Get the crispy kind with the same I'm getting, I'm getting the deep dish and shitting myself for a week. Uh, Fuck you. <laughs> we get the deep dish afterwards to celebrate. We get the, the 
this tiny little squares first. Okay, <laughs> I, I decide that. All right, Boy, I'm sorry, Doctor Freud. Um, I love that this is the most detective work we've ever done in all of our detectiving games, and like, I love it. I love it. Yep. Uh, yeah, day before I, I can get uh, I can get as drunk as possible. Um, that'll help, I'm sure somehow. So let's go. Technically, at this point, you would have plus two from your other knack of being alcoholism, being fully activated by your. Oh yeah, you're right. Coffee. So technically, you'd have plus four to your cop. Cool, that's better. All right. Do we have better weed in the future or in the 70s? I honestly way don't know. Way better that. now. Way, way, way better yeah. now. All right. Yeah. So I should All pack right. a bag before we leave. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, my, super stoner. Horseshit. However, yeah. the Coke, better in the 70s. Yep. Okay. That is true. So, it doesn't help me. When, what time are you hopping back in time on June 8th? Um, noonish, you know, uh, yeah. after the morning rush hour, yeah, right? don't want to get caught up in that. We have brunch first, yeah, yeah, oh we, go, we go to that little Italian place that closed down that everyone sure. still talks about, you know, the one, uh, yeah, that so, neighborhood place, yeah. So, the number time matters, so I need you to tell me the time you're jumping back. Is that noon? Uh, let's say uh, since it's brunch, um, eleven oh five a.m. Central. What day is it? Yeah, Central Daylight. I think. Yeah. Yeah, Central yeah. Times. Okay. Uh, so, as you, what is the ten-second montage as you're traveling through time? What does that look like? Screaming, um, just so much screaming. What's um, the what's that song? Spatial yeah. distortion. Meeting our doppelgangers, um, negative shadows. We see us traveling back to the future, and like I'm just missing an arm, screaming, and everyone's just like, yeah. "Shut up!" Yeah. <laughs> we all lost arms before, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the uh, you hop back, and you are just outside the parking garage at thirty thirty one South Wabash. It is Tuesday. You have time traveled 52 years, two months, and 22 days into the past. And no, it is not a leap year this year. I vomit. You hear someone in the, in the background playing the pop kit of the day, which is uh, Honeycone by the One Ads. Or sorry, One Ads by the Honeycone, excuse me. I don't um, know that one. I don't either. The number one song in Britain on that day was uh, Knock Three Times by Dawn. Yeah. I'm going to look up, uh, put a pin in that song for me to look up later. I'm listening to it. It's pretty groovy. Yeah. Fantastic. They'll be added to the next playlist that you make at some point because I miss your old playlists. I'll get around to it. So you were looking for, uh, it sounds like perhaps like a Brent's location or what is it you're doing in the proximity of this garage? You see that this. Vomiting. uh, so you are projectile vomiting, um, <laughs> and this being in All the seventies. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming that coffee. since, like, you know, uh, we're we're traveling through space and time, like, I'm assuming that this would 
cause some sort of motion sickness, the likes of which we can only imagine. I don't know. I mean, after a while, I think you would kind of get used to it. Some people will get kind of sick from not traveling through space and time, you know? <laughs> I haven't eaten salt like food in years at this point. Um, oh, yeah. So I'm fine. <laughs> Yeah, and I haven't eaten uh, much solid food, but the liquid food comes up no matter what I do if I drink enough of it. So, um, so no problem. What's so the... it's just me puking, in other words. Yeah. <laughs> and I want you to be angry about it too. Like, fuck yeah, you yeah. That. I mean, it's Scream the kind of vomiting. thing where it's like, yeah, it it sounds like I'm I'm like trying to bring up my toenails. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let it right. out. It's all right. He's fine. He does this all the time. He just ate some bad fish. <laughs> He'll be okay. I do, I do have this all the time, and and I, I was gonna make a pun about bad fish and microfiche, but um, never mind. They're really small fish that get upset his tum tum. <laughs> oh, little fella. Pat's on the back. Can sick looking at microfish though? It's yeah. true. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean migraines. Like it, it's no fun. Uh, just a real shit method of research. I can't emphasize that enough. we <laughs> have all done. Yep. So the first thing that you notice uh, as you are watching, after watching your friend uh, vomit heavily, is that you are at this parking garage that is across the street from. 333 South Wabash, which is a simple rectangular international style building. It is a pretty large, it's also called Big Red. It's a 600 foot tall, 44 story skyscraper. Hmm. Big Red. Hmm. It was originally okay. Continental Center 3. Hmm. Continental Center 3. Well, if it turns out that this was a real event in history, I'm going to feel so it's stupid. I, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm just looking it up on the fly. God. I, I okay. realized that technically, Cause like, people... yeah, because I'm like, like the '70s are one of the, like that's one of my areas of weird expertise, and um, there were a lot of terrorist attacks and stuff that during that decade. So I was trying to think, like, was it Red Army Faction? Was it, yeah. Well, Peter the chat was, is more familiar with the building than I. Technically, the building, if we are uh, doing a little call-out box, uh, this the building was actually started being built in 1970, and it was opened in 1973. So in this timeline, it's open and it's built, but in a different timeline, people under destruction. Is there so, the, the metal, like, sorry, I'm cheating right now, and I pulled up a good old Google map here. Ooh, yeah, I was looking at it too. <laughs> yeah, are we underneath that? That what is that? An overpass? Is that a train track? I have been to Chicago is, a few times, but not in a while. The L. Um, so without pulling up a lot of maps myself, um, it is possible, but I would not know if that was built there at that that juncture at 1970. We can hand wave it either way if you want to make Ian, it a roll. How do you not have a mentally photographic memory of this time period of this one city for just I do this have game? a photographic memory? I just haven't looked it up. <laughs> I was not born in the 70s. <laughs> Ian. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make John edit this sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I'm going to release an episode that is just Patchkey talking about saving the Emperor. <laughs> it's the entire episode. For life. I yeah. expected all of you to derail this in different ways, so I should... I will have to drink my time fluid and um, actually hold up. Uh, thinking about your character, Sid, uh, technically you do carry a lot of time fluid with Because <laughs> if you consume oh, yeah. a lot of alcohol, you pass out and transport to the future. Yeah, it's true. Like, yeah. Uh, so time fluid is just booze. I was wondering about that. Yeah. Um... <laughs> so was, you're saying I, I that mean... time fluid is Jägermeister flavored? Because that's what so, it like, tasted like in college. I've so been, we're going... uh, I've been re-watching Metalocalypse, and do you guys remember the joke about how they invented time travel by pulling like black plastic bags over their heads <laughs> breathing what days? it's Tuesday. it's wednesday it's, it's wednesday okay. so you God, travel back in time, time itself. Yeah. <laughs> the time oh, fluid no. is just booze gotcha okay. okay so you have transported back in time your friend has vomited you're standing by big red and you are beginning your research. It is 11.05, and it's probably uh, 11.08 before the vomiting stops. Uh, what are your yeah. plans of investigation? I have gone to a brunch, brunch place while he vomits. Mm -hmm. I catch um, up with him. Let, let's all catch up with him there. I, I come in, I, I slide in and order um, two Bloody Marys. So did we I, make Before you order, I just slide two Bloody Marys over to you. Okay, yeah. Does excellent. this place have a vantage point? Could we maybe scope from our brunch location? Oh, good idea. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I like that. I'm sure hey. there's some brunch place nearby. I mean, the window is pretty greasy, but if you just rub it off of your elbow, yeah, you can get I mean, a little the 70s. What was it yeah. greasy? Yeah. It's like the opposite of the Fat Homer episode where you yes. rub the... <laughs> Wavelength. So you can get a, a view of the entrance of the parking garage from here. Excellent. Yeah, that's great. Um, I theoretically, it's great. I mean, I'm mainly focused on drinking. So, um, one of these two Bloody Marys has an exceedingly large, more amount of horseradish from the other. Mm, clear the sinuses out. It's good. It's good for me. I love horseradish mm. a lot. Uh, they have a delicacy at a specific sushi place here in town that is wasabi ice cream, and it's very spicy and very sweet and very cold and maybe the perfect food. I wish I liked horseradish. I once that tried to make horseradish good. at home, and I ruined the air for quite a while. Did it's you pretty strong. grow it wrong? No, I, yeah, I, I all you gotta do is mash the root up. Yeah. Yeah, I, no, I put I put a horseradish root in a blender. Oh, you <laughs> I used a box grater and I was fine. I'm sorry. You did that. That's like, you, that's like putting hot soup in a blender, which I did once. Um it's not a good idea. <laughs> it was a very bad idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I'm actually not going to scope. Like I'm gonna get these guys set up to scope out the place. And then I'm going to uh, I'm going to like go into the um, the parking garage and like just like keep an eye out for suspicious looking people. Oh, um, John! Oh wait, John. I'm also a cop. I'm also looking for minorities. 
Fuck the cops. Sorry. Hey, um, um, John, do you yeah. have those like secret agent glass sunglasses that have little mirrors on the sides? Yes. And then you could like look behind you and I got them in a box of cracker jacks. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just going into there and like kind of standing in the shadows menacingly, waiting for anyone who I deem suspicious looking. I'm imagining this entire time yeah. that all of you have been doing this. The chief is just like watching ticker tape coming out of the spool and be like, these chuckle fucks. <laughs> <laughs> Two Bloody Marys. Um, it's the okay, 70s. So, That's like half a Bloody Mary now. True. <laughs> so The Bloody Mary economy is fucked. Wait. <laughs> half a Bloody Mary now, like half the price or half the strength? Because I gotta be tell like, you, no, it's the, the 70s. The, the, yeah, in the, uh, the 70s, they made strong drinks. Is <laughs> and you drove home drunk as hell. To, yeah. I'm talking about the amount that's acceptable to drink while working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. The parking garage is naturally full of cars because it's noon. So about all of the levels are full up of different classic cars reaching all the way back from like early 50s even a couple of junkers from the 40s um in and you see them not many people like loitering around it's it's pretty quiet because everyone's at work all right um, is there anyone in the area so you see people in the diner. You see a couple of migrants uh, that are uh, shuffling about outside. And um, other than that, so there is not a lot of foot traffic in this area immediately. So it seems like the right, perfect time I'm, to I'm, investigate. I'm going to go out and uh, hang out with the vagrants. Uh, I got a couple of bottles stashed in my jacket lining. I pull one of them out, uh, Old Crow. Um, crack yeah. the top. I'm gonna start lubricating uh, and seeing what I can hear about anybody who's been hanging around who's uh, suspicious. They're gonna point do you I, at me. <laughs> yeah. Do I? I. I. For so for the role for that would be what alcoholism. Um, I have paranoia as one of my perks. <laughs> it's a great perk. So I would assume that with investigation and and matters of like who's suspicious that would help yeah just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not after you sure. right i would ask a lot of questions as a paranoid alcoholic i would assume i'm i'm angling for two extra points here i will absolutely allow you to to have that but you don't necessarily need to make a role for anything that's like mundane rather than just things oh, okay, that are really cool. complicated um so as you saddle up next to this gentleman of the street with your flask of the eldest crow or um corvid uh what is it exactly that you are trying to to glean well um like people who uh hang out in an area often as is the case with you know a lot of itinerant folks they you know like any human being like to have a haunt and friends and routines and so forth so i'm assuming that you know they might have seen anything that was out of the ordinary if anyone new has been hanging around if you know there's anything weird that's happened lately um whether overnight or during the day since you know probably wherever they stay is not too far away 
Yeah. Uh, the guy looks at you, looks at the flask, makes a little kind oh, of like a yeah, drink up, for sure. Sips, yeah, and takes a couple of rule hefty swigs, like just yeah. running down his cheeks and just yeah, yeah. Well, uh, starting like uh, I don't know what time it is this morning. This morning, um, there have been some people in trench coats that have been like sneaking around the parking garage. I I think they I don't know if they're trying to break in or what, but like I keep seeing them going in the garage. But like I don't see them come out of the garage. Hmm. Okay, uh, I think I've seen like uh three at this point. And it's not it's just now noon. Okay. I think that's like not to him, but to inside my head. I'm like, I think that might be my my friends. My boy. <laughs> yeah, getting made. Uh yeah. All right. All right. Thank you. I, I'd let him have the rest of the bottle. Um I can't think of anything else to ask right now. Oh, he thanks you and just start sucking on the bottle. Hell yeah. No, no, drink drink from it. Don't don't suck on it. 1970. <laughs> I know what you said, but it sounded to me like you said that I am a parking garage. And that I made am me a laugh. Parking garage. I, I heard it as you're a party girl. I heard party garage. So. <laughs> we all have the potential to be parking garages <laughs> and party girls. That's and true. Party garages. I'm a party garage. At the party garage. So, other actions? Um, can I investigate for places to hide a bomb? You know, like a crevice you, in a pillar that like can fit a you, briefcase. Sorry, were you going in the parking garage as well? Uh, yeah, that seems like the place to be. I mean, I I assume okay. we ate brunch first, and I had a mediocre steak sandwich. Um, with egg, and they did not season okay. it very well because you know, um, I, I, it's the seventies. Is, is this you talking shit about that beef thing you guys were on about? Oh no, no, I I had a steak and egg sandwich uh, oh, on a okay. Kaiser roll uh, that was just completely different, uh, not related to the Italian beef. Italian beef is is like a long hoagie type sandwich where you have like really tender beefy bits with peppers and giannara and you dip it in a jus and it's amazing and that does sound good you gotta have an italian beef at least 50 times in your life or you fail plus this is 71 i had one tonight it's 1971 it's the time before they banned all the good stuff in food you know like Oh, trans yeah. fats and polycarbolic oh, get that good old red dye that causes cancer see if that tastes different than the two. red dye we have now Rat poison oh, it's, it's so good man um yeah can't get enough i've passed out with the um guys outside at this point they're keeping an eye while i take a little nap so yeah i i'm going into the parking garage as well to specifically look for places to hide a bomb so okay. since I can run really fast, I'm going to check the floors to see if anyone's sitting in their car. Zoom, zoom, okay. zoom. So just for sake of keeping track of timeline, I thought, Seymour, that you were like leaving the brunch early. Yeah, I left so, the brunch before. Okay. Like I didn't, I just handed him some, uh, some Bloody Mary's oh, who got, and left. Who got the check? 
<laughs> I thought you got the check. <laughs> Not me. Ah, shit. I, I guess I got stoned I'll... and wandered off. When I wake up, I'll pay the check. And also, um, I don't know, like, uh, whatever you charge for a night at a hotel room. For can my... Can my uh can my character just leave a future J on the table and hope that the waitress or waiter is cool and they're just like, all right, well that that works for me, and then they have future. Here's weed. the problem with that, and I'm not shitting you. Like if somebody was used to back then weed and they smoked nowadays weed, it would fuck their entire world up like for a day. Um, it's okay. it's gotten exponentially more powerful, so. I don't know All that right. they could handle it, is what I'm saying. Are you but calling our waiter a bitch? No, <laughs> no, no. That's uh, sounds like Flo, you our waiter. Nah, Flo, she's she's with it. It's cool. You leave that future, Jay. Just maybe a word of warning too, is what I'm saying. Okay. Strong stuff. Enjoy. I look at Flo in the eyes, and I I just longingly stare. Go, hey there, Flo, buddy. This is gonna fuck you up real good. <laughs> I don't want you to have this. Just wait till you don't have shit to do for like a week. Thanks, <laughs> <Okay>. I'm a Baptist. <laughs> okay. So I have to do it in private then. I'm going to bribe Flo not to discuss that this just happened with anyone. Just to repent afterwards, Flo. It'll be fine. No, that's, <laughs> that's a good idea. Because 71 was during that weird twilight period when drug law. Oh, yeah. Like, fucking sane under nixon guys like could go to um, jail for 50 years for having a joint and shit i think i know why we're here we have to go kill nixon yes New ah, plan. Down. <laughs> i am down for killing nixon all right yeah, we have an yeah. idea that stays in the final cut hey hey maybe, maybe you've redeemed yourself we d hey we don't have any evidence that nixon isn't behind this yeah, it could be right. Nixon. Could be Nixon. <laughs> oh, I think we're breaking the end. Uh, okay, so quick show of hands. Quick show of hands. Who wants to go kill Nixon? I mean, I want to, but I don't think it's right, what we're gonna do. do I'm not voting for that. I'm no, no, that was a vote. Was that was my desire. Not what I wanted to. Confusing. <laughs> I thought hunting dinosaurs or hunting Hitler. He were hunting the Nixons. Lurchin. I'm not a crook. I'm just the guy trying to do a war on drugs. We have to I him. made Henry Kissinger a household name so that Joe Biden could snub him. <laughs> I love that people are pissed off about that. Like, yeah, fuck Henry Kissinger. Yeah, I was gonna say Henry Kissinger was a bastard. There's like a three-term bastard. Snubbing snubbing Henry Kissinger is like makes me like, oh, maybe Biden is in a shithole. I mean, yeah. Definitely is, but Kissinger, Kissinger was a war criminal. Yeah, he is <laughs> still alive, still a war yes. criminal. Not, yeah, yeah, true, true. Still true. a war criminal. Okay. All right, enough about so. All right, assassinating then President Nixon. <laughs> uh, let's let's go. Uh, let's let's solve this time crime first. Okay. I love I love how that we've established that at like half an hour for game What are you talking about, guys? This is interesting. We killed baby Reagan, but at this point he's probably like ninety anyway. Yeah. Okay. Here's oh my, my god. Thing. In seventy one, he was already probably like fifty. I know. Yeah. We can make we can the, do a twofer. Yeah. We just have to kill Reagan and Nixon. Like Eighty. 
it was seven like i think it was something that was he would have already been um like, charles oh, i need you to look man. at Ian's face <laughs> <laughs> look at the dismay okay. look upon your just... in despair i i feel and we were just like making these circles around the adventure and i'm just like i'm just looking at the, the right chat real quick here. and see what cartoon goblin thinks of all this <laughs> Look, i'm just saying i'm working at... again about time time has no meaning we can keep going all night i know you can <laughs> Go for uh, it. hey I'm... Uh, I'm going to vomit everywhere okay so i i can i roll for finding a place where they would hide in a bomb i'm looking you know for exactly where bomb is where you so if you remember from the dossier yeah, yeah. okay so we know exactly where the bomb's going to go off i missed that part. i know, apologize you're, it's going to be on floor f floor f That's... f2 f3 just f just f is anyone oh. are there any occupied cars on f um, which, which, so you're are you are you going to be running through each and every floor? Yeah, I'm going to check all of them because it might be someone who moves up to F. I want to see but who's can run really car. fast. I can run so fast, Ian. Right, so it doesn't fast. specify how fast. Uh, I was just trying to figure out exactly where uh, you were looking. So if you were getting a, a quick look through, and you see a couple exchanging some smooches and some heated conversation on floor C. You see that there's someone that's like smoking and listening to the radio really loud on floor D. On E, there's a person that seems to be just like staring out. You know, if they're like planning to jump or they're just taking a random view of the city on uh, that floor. Uh, and then on floor F, you don't see anyone at all. I'd like to harangue the person who's looking out over the city. Yeah, let's pull our guns on the guy on E. Uh, yeah, absolutely yeah. pulling my gun on him. Uh, and I and I want to roughhouse him uh, for no reason at all. Like, just, like, essentially, like, grab him, twist his arm behind his back, shove him against the, uh, the railing. All right, motherfucker, where's the bomb? This guy is in a suit, it's pinstripe, and he's got, like, permed-ish hair. Looks a lot like Joel Olstein, but just a lot sadder. And Why now, do you want me to kill him? <laughs> that was the first archetype of a random sad-looking person that looks like they might jump out of a parking garage to me. It was just, I don't know, Joel Olstein came to my head. would only shove someone out of a parking garage yeah. for maybe for he was literally a nickel. John is uh, saving this guy's life by kicking his ass. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a fucking saint. I, I stick, right. I stick my uh, my squirt gun in his mouth. Talk, I said, talk, motherfucker. Where's the bomb? Swear to me. I got You need to speak quickly before I start blasting. You need to ask yourself one question. Do you feel lucky, motherfucker? Oh, <laughs> hey, I don't hey. need to pull the gun out of his mouth to hear anything, but this is much more funny than just continuing a race. This is a great voice. Why is it taste bad? 
It's filled with his pee. Now answer the fucking question. I pulled the gun out of his mouth. Wait, who's, normally, who did you point at? Who's pee? Hold up, Charles. No one, okay. no one normally reads the book. Whenever I run a game, almost no one reads the book. Mm -hmm. There's a specific line saying, "What is the time fluid?" Don't ask questions. Is it pee? It's definitely not pee. Like it's it's in it's in the well, <laughs> it's in the game. It's not it's the, pee. It's, we've it's we've already said it's booze, and it's the I one figure thing that it's not. Yeah, is pee. I figure yeah. that Charles P is probably like ninety proof at this point. <laughs> no, man. Like I'm at the point where my body absorbs every smidgen. Like um, all gotcha. I'm peeing is is like pure clear spring water. Like my body just sucks in all those toxins. Um, I, I figured <laughs> we recycle time food by by drinking the pee of whoever drinks too much. I've actually got a whole bladder of it stored up in me like a camel's hump, but that's a story for another day. Um, time We're talking about the game, not, yeah, not yeah, Charles. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I like so guns out of his mouth. Let's ask him politely. You can rail at him about the bomb, but I don't think it's him. So go ahead. All right. Uh, so where's the bomb? He just uh, like looks at you. He goes, "Just like ah, bomb." Like, you ever have your dick in a different time point period, motherfucker? <laughs> I, I press, I press my squirt. I, I press my squirt gun against his junk. Mm. It's just, it's just like. I wonder. The the problem with that is it's such an incomprehensible threat. It's not like I've got battery acid. Yeah, your brain like, would just break for a this moment. This is the real gun. It's like time juice. Like you're gonna you're gonna spray me in the dick with time juice. You just like, yeah. Yeah. So at this point, if you're just saying that you've got time juice and you've just been like roughhousing him, he's recovered, and now he's going to be like fighting back with his briefcase. So now we're going to him in the dick with time juice. He's not. I, without him having a time watch, I don't think it's going to transport his penis or him. Like, it might just make it more youthful and supple. No, I was so I, make no, 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 if you don't if you don't want a yes and that's fine, but I mean youthful and supple. I mean this could work out. You could intimidate him and then gratify him and make him want to help us. You are yeah. both good cop and bad cop. You could make him forever our 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 yeah forever hard. No. He, he yeah. could be into this. If time if time juice would be used for that, it would be monetized so hard and or weaponized so hard so the fact I'm, that well, i'm weaponizing it as hard as i can and you're what? just setting this guy's i am yes adding by saying you're sending his dick back in time but he's still going to uh launch his uh his briefcase at you as a heavy weapon so we're gonna make the first combat roll of the evening so you are basically doing opposed d6s okay um, do I get anything because I am, uh, that is, there we go. Because I am loose, tinkering, and brawling. I got two knacks for this motherfucker. It is a great question, uh, but since you're a, this is a different check. This is just D6 versus D6. Fine. I rolled a four. Uh, okay. Uh, and I need to figure out where my die is because, oh, it's over across the floor. My cat loves that D6, so I'm pulling out this one. And they get a four as well. A tie is re-rolled. 
Okay. What'd you get? Uh, three. I got a six, so it wouldn't have mattered. Uh, so he's just like, just fucking leave me and my dick out of this, and just slams his briefcase in the side of you. Um, <laughs> leave me and my dick out of this. That's that's I'm the title of my memoir. I'm gonna use that one. Uh, <laughs> I haven't heard someone say that since college. Uh, you take two points of non-lethal damage as you get a bruise upside your head as he begins to run um, towards the staircase, hopefully out and away from you. And um, getting hit with a 70s era briefcase would suck. Those things were considering built... shooting him with my actual gun, but so I don't think I will. Like made out of you metal covered in so. leather. Like... If he's running for the stairs, is he running up or down? Uh, well, you don't know. He hasn't gotten there yet. Okay. Let him go. I'm really fast. I'm going to go after him. Let let him go a little bit so that he can. He thinks he's getting away. (laughs) Then go. Okay. We're we're completely arbitrarily assigning guilt to someone randomly and then pummeling them into submission. We're cops. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, this is completely. Okay, I'll chase him. You guys go beat up the guy on D, just in case. Wait, I, I have a, I have another plan entirely for myself. Um, so bomb goes off at five forty-five on level no, F of this six fifteen a.m. Set at five forty-five, right? Correct. On in in a parking garage on level F. This parking garage floor right. F, correct. How weird that bombing a parking garage would like cause. Well, you said it initially was like. Okay, anyway, I'm, I'm trying to put this what? together. Causing uh, 27 the, casualties? Yeah, so, like, here's one thing I will tell you, though. Um, I am going to go... Uh, we're on level F, right? I'm going to pick the corner with the best visibility, and I'm going to go, and I'm going to lie down, and I'm going to piss myself, <laughs> and I'm going to pretend to be asleep until Clear. our malefactor comes along. I will be the... Um, the Sleeper agent. Yes, exactly. And I and I will come to life like a scary Halloween decoration on a porch when they come. I, I believe that, like one of those sock guys, like I, be, I believe yeah. that the jumper guy, I think you said was on four D, but you can go up oh. to F and pass out. Alright, I'll go there. up to F and pass out. Okay. There. Yeah. All right. So you are uh, traveling through time, as it were. <laughs> yes, yeah. Just very slowly and deep. Uh, Deep in my time traveling, uh, you know, it's really cool. like one of those sus Ann comas from 40K. It's one of those yeah. that I'm in. Yeah. Okay. So you have the perpetrator that has uh, hit <clears throat> Seymour upside the head and is being pursued by Casey? Yes. And then just for clarification, uh, is Casey uh, he, him, they, them, she, her? Um, we'll go with a she, her. Okay. So, uh, Casey, you chase after this man, and he just, like, notices he's being chased, and he's, like, frantically trying to go down as fast as he can, and it's, like, patent leather, you know, like, businessy shoe things, and he's just trying to run down the stairs, and he's getting a little bit hysterical. I yell, stop, stop resisting, time police. <laughs> Police! And he's just continuing to run. Um, 
I'll I'll be surprised if his briefcase doesn't pop open and all of his important business papers don't go flying it's around. It's full of spaghetti. Um, it, how fucking weird is it that for like a lot of modernity, people had to carry around like basically like a small filing cabinet with them all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like when you're in high school and you have a backpack, that's the same thing. Yeah, and like yeah. I was an extemporaneous debater in high school, and this is back when we would use those big blue Rubbermaid bins full of actual Ooh. printed out news articles. Like, I bet. I mean, you're just such a good orator. I bet you were a master debater. I was, and a cunning linguist. Mm. Mm. All mm. the old speech mm. jokes. I was in speech right. as well. Yep, yep, yep. I know most of the wow. orchestra ones too because I'm a dork. All right, so, orchestra. so um, is, did anyone do anything with the guy in D? That was the guy on D. That was the okay. guy in D. Was, okay. And then the other one's just sitting in his car with the loud music. So I think someone should go kick. That one, the first one was on C, and then on B, or that is the couple making out. <laughs> All right, we're just being actual cops. We're time cops. Gang. Yeah, we're, we are better than this. I tried. I tried to send his penis to a different time. Cops harassing people for no reason is a thing of the past. Dude, we are from the future. I want to get to the bottom of this case. We have probably 20 minutes left to play time. A thing of the time past. I like that. Well, do you want to fast forward to tomorrow morning then? Because, uh, no, you guys probably... I'm a master of disguise and ventriloquism. I disguise myself as an Autobot. Wait, you have ven- you, you've had ventriloquism the most... Transformers aren't even around all. in 1971. Yes, they are. Have you not watched the movies? <laughs> <laughs> they were among us. They just hadn't revealed themselves. <laughs> like the Emperor of Mankind. Or Mega yeah, Jesus. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or the vampire. <laughs> Mecha Jesus is a vampire. Uh, we are breaking Ian so hard right now. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not that broke. I'm just, I'm just like, and again, I'm like... I have a timeline that is precise. It's like, imagine if we were playing the cross stitch and it was just like, uh, you guys haven't gotten, you haven't even touched the game yet. I'm just like, you guys are doing Tilly Wait. You know what? I had this exact time. The whole band is back together. We're excited. It happened. I had this exact thought when Ian was like, I have a precise timeline. I was like, does he not know that we're not going to leave the second room in the two hours we have? Okay, we, we went to the library, we went to a diner, we have been through a parking garage, we we we've done some things. We have just kicked at least one ass. So I, just I've, set a, I've set a cunning trap. I've set a cunning trap for the, you the did. malefactors when they come. You, you um, did that and you euthanized the penis. Yeah, I did. I made it so youthful. So so smells. <sighs> All right, I would like to disguise myself as something innate or inert, inert in the in the parking garage, so that I can just hide there until the, the person comes to plant the bomb. Okay, I love it. I love the fact that when I was taking disguise, I was thinking about like Groucho Marx glasses and things. But you're like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be a trash can. Yeah, I put box over me. Bam. What was the? We have a trash can and a passed out agent. Meanwhile, another agent is chasing a uh, presumed to be innocent until proven guilty suspect down the stairs frantically um, 
uh, at one point, as you're chasing this suspect, Casey, they do stumble and the latch opens oh, on no. their briefcase and it's just pierogies. And you oh, hear him say, my, my lunch! My lunch! My pierogies! My uh, Siberian ex would always get really mad when uh, those were called pierogies. They're piroshka. <clears throat> Well, same, just same to pit thing, her different. off pierogi. Yeah. All right, so pierogies to the wind. Two people on deck. I think we're going to fast forward to the morning, right? Or fast forward yeah. to the guy yeah. putting the bomb, maybe. Yeah, assuming that That's... he hasn't already put the bomb there. We did check for the bomb already being there, right? Did we do that? No. Uh, I would like we know to what... check for the bomb already being there. <laughs> We know what time it's planted. We showed up earlier, remember? That's right. That's right. So we can watch them plant the bomb. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Bernard. I appreciate you. All right. <laughs> ADHD, wandering, we're wandering ADHD, the podcast. Um, <laughs> Look, we, we've been on a lot of side tangents and other bullshit. <laughs> the podcast. Oh, I love it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we wait. So... The Charles's wait. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Charles's lion wait. I like that. <laughs> Okay. So uh, the first thing that I would like, um, so okay, I know that there is a trash can and a passed out derelict in the uh, casing the joint. What are you doing, Seymour and uh, Casey? Uh, I have, uh, let's call it track down a lead. Um. Wait, what else would we call it? I got nothing, man. I, I, I want to make I want to make a masturbating joke, but I'm just I'm running on empty here. <laughs> and you were gonna use track down track down a lead to get there? Yeah. <laughs> no, I I have I have you're, basically you're choking it, buddy. Here's what I do, Ian. Ian, I'm gonna do a real thing if you fucking let me. You're just um, making sorry, a mess of it, be so ham-fisted. You, you put yourself in a really sticky situation, buddy. <sighs> this is going to be a real it's a parking parking garage, later. not a parking garage. <laughs> I am going to uh, use what information we got about the bomb to try to hunt down Done. where they could have gotten the supplies <clears> to make said bomb and then probably beat that person up for no reason. Why don't we just stand where he's going to plant the bomb? That's what that's what half of us are doing. <laughs> I'm a trash can. He's just asleep. I'm a savage cokehead. I don't do good with standing still. Is my thought. I mean, I'm a rookie. You could just make me stand there. No, well, you're too fast. Just run the laps <laughs> around until it comes to time, and then meet us back here. Go right, collect right. some rings. Yeah, cokehead guy, I, I've got a whole bucket full of screws for you to sort. I, 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 need them, I need them very carefully sorted by length and by Phillips versus Flathead and uh, ones that will and will not take a, one of those little rubber dealies. I am, uh, I am chasing also down self-tapping or those Canadian ones with squares. Yep, yep. Yeah, I'm going to run out and get a 
giant butterfly net and bring it back so that we can. Yeah, we don't. We don't. <laughs> uh, while they're doing that, I go and I kill Nixon. Yoink. <laughs> we don't need to play it, but I do go net. kill Nixon. <laughs> While while we're there sticking yeah, yeah, Bridget, your character's really fast. Go kill Reagan while John's character's killing Nixon. We're gonna hang out here, finish the game. Yeah. This is a great plan. We're I so feel good like we're, at this, guys. I feel like we're the Fantastic Four or Baron Munchausen's gang or something. <laughs> we're, we're the Fantastic Munchausen's. Yeah. <laughs> uh all right. Did you just get this email from about his resignation? Yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna let you keep playing with yourselves until you get all tuckered out, and then I'll. Uh... <laughs> Never happens. I have infinite energy because of all the coke. Oh my god! Oh, oh Jesus! God. All right, Ian, tell us how. <laughs> tell us what happened. So what the yeah, hell half of you were doing? Are Ian, you on? <laughs> We're just going to stand in place until this guy shows up. We're camped out, Ian. I know. Three trash cans and a passed out guy. I helped my team into trash cans. Okay. So are all four of you there or some of you getting butterfly nets? No, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. I want you guys. I want you guys to think about this. The year is 1971, and <laughs> our our response to a terrorist threat is to uh, use puppetry and artifice to create an alleyway scene involving trash cans and an unhoused person. I think we just invented Sesame Street. <laughs> I get to be Oscar the Grouch finally. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I think, we're, I think we're done. You won time dicks. We <laughs> figured it out. We <laughs> called this time dick mystery. <laughs> it was just big birds all the way down. I yeah. thought it was the snuffleupagus. I was oh. going to say snuffleupagus, but that, that's so many syllables. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, okay. okay. So... I will assume all of you are on floor F at like five in the morning. Yep. Just yes. uh, sleeping one off, and that's me. All right. Then in that case, I will make you uh, sit. I think this is justifiable. Roll me a cop check to see if you can wake up out of your stupor. Oh, good. Good idea. Because you don't have an alarm clock. Oh, shit. That's the 1d6 I have, and I just launched it somewhere. Ah, there it is. And I'm lying. I have another one, but I don't want to have to look for it. Uh, yeah, I'm already over at two rolls. That's, uh, yeah, I failed. I'm still asleep. I'm slumbering. You're still traveling to get a vantage point. We'll see when you wake up. Uh, roll me d6 to see when you wake up. And do. This how many hours? <laughs> you don't uh, know what this means, but I know what it means. It's a four. Okay. I know when you'll wake up. Okay. Okay. So the first thing that the lot of you notice is that about five in the morning, 
coming up the stairs, being very silent, but you can kind of hear very faint footfalls, especially since you have such, you know, hyper-acute senses there, Casey. Uh, you see a man in a trench coat. Uh, the collars are popped up to obscure the face, and it has a fedora covering most of, like, again, you're assuming this person's male just by the uh, large, broad-shouldered frame. In this person's hand is a uh, is a pistol, and they have it at their side, and they seem to be waiting. They're clinging in the shadows pretty close to the trash can, the original trash can. But it's it sounds like the it sounds like the black coated spy from Spy vs. Spy is there. I was there. gonna say that that'd be great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That would be so cool. So he's uh, so up this, this person's uh, their suit is gray. Hmm. How's their hair? It, underneath a fedora. Is it Joel? It's fedorable. <laughs> uh, with the collar popped up and the fedora over the hair, uh, you don't think so. You do detect a distinctive lack of the smell of pierogies. Oh. <laughs> a tragic lack of the smell of pierogies. I told you we should have beat up the guy on sea. Um, since you are closest, Zach. Well, yes. Are you doing anything? Are you like really studying this figure? Or are you just oh, trying yeah. to? So um, the lid to the trash can, like you basically, it's barely propped open where you can just see like barely two little eyes cartoonishly like peering out <laughs> um, mm-hmm. inside. Got my notepad. Just like, okay, this color suit is gray and a hat. They're the black of pierogies. All right. This briefcase uh side number on briefcase is so i'm just taking as many diligent notes as possible and uh yeah go ahead so they are in the shadows next to you to your left and this figure must be right-handed so you don't get a good view of their gun from your position Uh, but they are in the shadows leaning against the wall and waiting you just hear them kind of sigh, and about every five minutes, they look at their watch. Okay, okay. Um, so I'm a ventriloquist. Um, I I can throw my voice, right? Yeah, must. What are right. the chief things you can do? So what if this was another. Uh, I'm unconscious. I can't share that thought. You're unconscious for now. Yeah, but I throw my voice to where my unconscious comrade is. I'm like, hey, guy, it's me over here. I'm pretending to be asleep. Wink. Wink. What the hell? I'm here. So, do I I roll to trick him to go over to my friend to hopefully wake you up by mistake? That's not a complex action, so I want that to happen. Um... (laughs) He's going to so, shoot me dead just lying here asleep. Like, I'll just go straight from so, blissful alcoholic unconsciousness to the gates of hell. Like, no transition. <laughs> so the time is 5.05, um, and the man looks over at your unconscious form, and hears you, like, 
drunk snoring real hard like the wet visceral like you should have been rolled into the safety position uh <laughs> hopefully your lungs are doing okay and uh he goes over looks at you and he's like like well you wouldn't hear him because you're asleep he's like this fucky you're not supposed to be here uh so yeah he just kicks you in the head <laughs> I've uh, I've felt like I've been awakened that way before. Uh, so you wake up to a gun in your face to this man saying, "Who the fuck are you? Why are you here right now? You're fucking everything I, up." I both piss and puke all over myself. Um, he looks confused and he goes, "Never mind. Sorry about that." See, natural defense you some change. Try it at home, kids. <laughs> I go right, back kids. to the shadows. Piss yourselves at home. At this yeah. point, he's just cleaning his shoes off by like rubbing his shoe against the inside <laughs> of like his pant leg. Um, so, are any of you wanting to int- to uh, interact with this figure or wait for? something else to happen parking garage again is completely empty except for this person and the rest of you hiding i mean i figured this would be the perfect time for us to spring our our exactly on him. so he yeah, goes over okay. to do all that and then that's when i i jump out and i go ha ha i was <laughs> trash can all along are you uh, attacking what are you doing yeah <laughs> jumping out <laughs> i'm jumping right, well, out with my knife six and roll 3d6 all right no, no, opposed opposed d6 opposed d6 okay whoever so. rolls higher uh gets the initiative and does damage all right all right here we go roll again roll again well, I rolled three d6, and I uh, there were three options, and I oh, mentioned okay. you didn't want me to pick any of those because that yeah, I would have just picked the five. So instead, I rolled a okay. different die, and going with that number, I have a two. Two? Yeah, yeah, it's a two. It's a two. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, you you beat him. He rolled a one. What? So you just shank up to shank this person with a knife. Which does a lot of damage. You, you, it's an automatic three points of damage uh, into his gut, and he just screams. And he's just like, he's like, you're not sup- who? And he's just like, starts to get ghastly pale in the face. And then I pull him close and go, where are the time cops, motherfucker? <laughs> I know what you are gonna do. And I can't let um, that happen. Uh, Unless anyone else is interacting, we're going to do another combat round. Okay. Okay, another roll off. He tries to bring his gun up to you. Okay. Come on, lucky two. Give me something good. Why? Give something good. What'd you roll? There were there were there were four other options that you haven't rolled. And what did you roll? You, you have failed me. What did you roll? <laughs> Remember that time you rolled a die. And it came up. Okay. I, yeah. Yeah. What is your roll? I don't want to talk about that. Is it? Is it a one? Is it a two? It's a one. It's the only thing that could have been worse than my previous roll. Okay. <laughs> I, all of you could surprise me. So he says, "Hello," to he says, 
uh, hello. Well, he's trying to make some type of pithy, like, hello to my little friend, but, like, blood's just gushing out of his mouth and just, like, down his trench coat. So he shoots you point blank uh, with a gun for four points of damage. God damn. Oh, um, that does not kill me. Health. Yeah. I mean, um, does it make you stronger? Um, you know, it does not make me stronger, but it does make me feel like, um, you know, the glass is still half full. Um, all right. Um, so he shoots me. Is it my turn now with my happy little knife? I would like to, uh, not announce myself, but slowly emerge and shoot him in the back. Well, that's boring. So, um, you can absolutely do so. Uh, so before you want to do that before they have their next round. Yeah. So normally that would like take like a, a cop check to do like a kind of a stealthy attack, but he's clearly engaged in combat. So you could just do this freely. You could just yeah. freely shoot him. I just, I just, Hey guys, I just shoot him. <laughs> so you kill um, this man. Whoa, whoa, John, like, John, you're supposed to say stop resisting before you do that. <laughs> No, it makes more sense to do it afterwards. Yeah, I shoot him square in the back, and then I go, "Look out! He has a weapon." <laughs> All right. Uh, so you kill this man, and as he crumples like wordlessly to the ground, you get a better look at his pistol, and you see that it is a uh, Time Dick standard issue pea shooter gun. I was gonna say it, but I was unconscious. And, yeah, um, he was he was there before the bomb was planted. And he was looking at his watch, you guys. Yep. So you see that you have killed Time Dick Agent Codename Dusk. Wait. Hey, guys. Govies does have code names. Hey, guys, do you think that the chief didn't think we were competent enough to do the job? Impossible. Or, we're the most competent. Or did they send time cops to plant a bomb? Oh. <gasps> Well, now you'll never know because you spent all your time freaking bloody marriage. This happens every week. <laughs> oh no, hey, the game's interesting. Hey. We should have played it. Look, I, I was the one who drank the bloody marys. I was also the one with the idea to wait there in advance. Yeah, I was also the one who. So I don't want to hear you talking shit about me putting bloody marys on the company tab there. <laughs> I uh, I, I walk over to his corpse, his take the watch off his wrist. Got you, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, mission accomplished. <laughs> All right, so um, your uh, newspaper, the number keeps flickering. In fact, it just catches on fire at this point. So that is a great place for us to wrap up what is the, well, ever unfolding Ouroboros incident and transition to our announcements. All right. Holy shit. Hello, everyone. Uh, that Hi. was that was Time Dicks uh, by... So the real dicks are the players. <laughs> no, I, was, I was trying to. Uh, yeah. You just sound, you just sound vindictive yeah. at this point. Yeah. Um, I, was trying to, I was trying to go for a cheap laugh. I thought John, I edit that <laughs> out. That's the worst. That's the worst. This episode is going to be the intro. This episode is going to be the intro, and then like 
my sign off and then just blank screen. <laughs> you um, sound like a... uh, I did at one point bleep out a lot of stuff we said one episode. Really? You've actually bleeped <laughs> things out? Uh, when it was me, Charles, and uh, uh, Lemons, yes. Yeah. Well, that was. Well, that's um, that's you two in the fictional character, as far as that's, a, that's a story for another day. Lemons is the creature the hiding yeah. under your bed. Um, but Lemons is with us, so let's talk about this game. Uh, this has been Time Dicks by Caleb Nelson, also known as Cartoon Goblin. Um, I believe I said that right. Do two. Um, this is a one pager, but however, however, uh, Caleb also has a game coming to kickstarter very soon i think you said tomorrow bridget or um, very very shortly very very shortly i don't know if it was tomorrow um you just learned uh, that, that is called necromancers it is a deck building monster fighting game uh free for all battling uh creature stacking i've used all the keywords it looks pretty rad uh you can find it on kickstarter by looking up Necromansters. Um, or you could just follow um, <clears throat> Tavern Tales on Kickstarter and uh, you'll be notified upon its launch. Um, <clears throat> I would do first and foremost, because I think we forgot to last week, thank you to Bog Wizard for the use of our intro and outro music. Barbaria off the album Purple Miasmic Smoke. It is a banger. The whole album is a banger. So, like, maybe go to uh, Bandcamp and uh, buy that album. Maybe go to Big Cartel slash Bog Wizard and uh, pick up some cool-ass merch because they have really, really good merch. Um, So, one big announcement that I need to make right off the bat. Um, we have had a guest star... Uh, several times with us, Kevin Welch. He is officially joining the cast as a rotating member. So um, when one of us is out, Kevin Welch will step in. And occasionally when one of us isn't out, Kevin Welch will say, hey, I really want to play this game. Can I Can I tag in? So we're overjoyed to have him. He's a super kind, super, uh, super uh, fun member. And we're just super happy to have him. Super, super, super. Mm -hmm. um, Next on the agenda, Bridget, uh, you have two TOC anthologies coming out this fucking week. Uh, Darkness Beyond the Stars is out tomorrow, and Fish Ooh. Gather to Listen is out Saturday. Bridget, where can they get these? So anywhere that books are sold, um, uh, Fish Gather to Listen is by Horns and Rattles Press, so it's also available on their website if you search for Horns and Rattles Press. It's also hornsandrattlespress.com. And The Darkness Beyond the Stars is at saltheartpress.com or anywhere else books are sold. Fantastic. Um, I put out a bunch of books. Um, <laughs> uh, so my autobiography, my Gonzo memoir, uh, all I Want is to Take Shrooms and Listen to the Color of Nazi Screams is out now, available on Amazon, on Kindle, not on my website because I didn't publish it, but um, it's getting some positive reviews. It is a blood-soaked psychedelic trip through my uh, life, and uh, I'm very proud of it. I'd love it if you checked it out. 
Um, I also have another book coming out in two weeks called No Guilt of Bloodshed. It is a Western about a Ukrainian Jew tracking a Greek Orthodox fallen priest uh, through the American West. Uh, and uh, spoiler, there's some dicks that get cut off in that book. Uh, and a non-zero number of blowjobs. So um, non-zero. What else do you need to know about it? Uh, Wait, it's well, bloody. before after the severing, that's the more important question. Yeah, true. Yes. Can there be a negative number of blowjobs? There can be. Um, uh, Chuck Chuck Tingle is going to write a a a book where reverse blowjobs happen, and it's going to be amazing. Thank you, Chuck Tingle. You're a treasure. Um, <laughs> hey, the game we played last week, Splatter League, it's Kickstarter, ran its course. It it has happened and it was successful. We funded at sixteen hundred, just over three hundred percent. Um, and uh, as a special surprise, we are adding Leroy Chicken Liver and Smashy the Clown to the core book. Uh, <clears throat> as the numbers go, we did a great amount. We're making this a special. Addition, so there'll be some extras, so those will be for sale. Um, but you'll need to like essentially follow Juan Moncast or me to find out where you can pick up uh, one after the print uh, collector's edition print run, and then we're going to do a paperback edition. Uh, but as I announced, we're also going to be building more games using that system, and it is going to be completely rad. Madness Heart Press has some cool shit on the line. Um, specifically in two days, we are publishing our very first coloring book. Uh, the last five minutes of the human race by Michael Allen Rose and Jim, Ag Jim Agpalza was an amazing a post note apocalyptic alphabet primer with incredible art. Um, we created an amazing edition hardcover. Uh, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It also costs an arm and a fucking leg. And we wanted to make something more accessible. Um, so this is a much cheaper book. Um, it will be much cheaper for you. It's much cheaper for me to make. Uh, but you can color it. And it still has all the stories and all the amazing art. So um, I hope you will pick that up and have fun coloring it. We are going to have a contest where uh, we choose one of the pictures. You can download it, print it, color it, and then... Uh, <coughs> send it to us and one lucky winner will get a free uh, copy of the coding book and a free deluxe edition of the hardback uh, shipped to you. Um, maybe one signed by Michael on Rose. If I can get a book out to him in Chicago, <gasps> but I don't know the time dicks are going to get him. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Those guys seem pretty incompetent to me. <laughs> I mean, one of them died. <laughs> At least, at least one of them died. Um, we, have a, we have a new book by Raph James White coming out in October. That is Pure Hate. If you want to read a splatterpunk extreme horror crime thriller about a serial killer by Raph James fucking White, and just a spoiler, you do. Uh, that's coming out mid-October. And uh, this is a new announcement. Um, we have signed... I'm so excited. We have signed two contracts with Nate Southerd uh, for two of his books, uh, Lights Out and Porcelain. Now, Porcelain is a reprint. Um, I read it in 20... 
20 to prepare for a uh, panel, and uh, it became one of my favorite books. It's this kind of grisly ghost story that's just filled with cosmic horror and sex. And it's a super sexy, super just like well-written book. I loved it to pieces. I ran into Nate the other day, and I said, hey, I need a physical copy of this. And he's like, oh, sorry, man, it's out of print. And I said, no, fuck you. I'm sending you a contract when I get home. Uh, and so uh, I demanded to republish it. It's it's absolutely one of my favorite books, bar none, and I'm super excited. That will be out in January, but I want to announce that we are working with Nate, uh, Nate Southard, and I hope you guys are as excited as I am. If you are looking for us, I urge you to go to Twitter and go follow Juan Moncast. Uh, it's one of the best places to find us, but you can also find, follow MHP underscore horror on Blue Sky. Uh, you can find us on, you can find Juan Moncast on Facebook. We're a little less active there. Um, it's kind of tangential to our Instagram, but we are trying to I get better. on it. Yeah, well, we are I'm trying to get be- we are trying to get better on it. And if you I reach out notifications, and if you reach out to us uh, on any of these places, we will get back to you absolutely because we love you. That's a threat. You can also <laughs> you can also go to onemoncast.com and see all of our pictures uh, and find out what we do and where to find us and all that jazz. Um, I think there's nothing left to say, but thank you so much for joining us. And I do see Babette is joining us as well. Uh, thank you so much for joining us and Babette yeah. on this consensual journey we call Wandering Monster. I have been John Baldisberger. I am Charles Arbernard. I'm Bridget Brave. Ian Servas. Mr. Paschke. We will be back next week, but if you can't wait that long, don't worry. Bridget knows a shortcut.